I'm Little Possum. You are listening to the beautiful sounds of praise and worship on Praise Until Dawn here on the Praise Broadcasting Network. As usual, I want to point you to our podcast of A Time Apart and Praise Until Dawn up at our website at pbnradio.com. That's PBN, Praise Broadcasting Network, pbnradio.com. And at the top of the page there, click on Podcast. You'll find both broadcasts up there. A Time Apart will have ATA colon in front of it want to welcome our Roku listeners. If you have Roku, great way to listen to Praise Until Dawn and Praise Broadcasting Network. Just search for, if, if you don't already know, just search for PBN or Praise Broadcasting Network. And I also want to say hello to all of our iWatch listeners, tablet, iPod, iPad listeners, Samsung, iPhone and other phone listeners, and of course our laptop and desktop listeners, and our iHeartRadio listeners. And I'm, I'm sure I've left somebody out, but whatever platform you're using to listen, welcome. Those listening by Alexa, ask her to play PBN Classic on TuneIn. I actually use Alexa to monitor pbnradio.com. Great way to listen. Good sound on it. I also want to remind you about our pbnradio.com Facebook page as well as my personal site. Go to our pbnradio.com homepage at pbnradio.com and click on the little blue and white Facebook logo at the top. It has a a small letter F, which is white, with a, a circle of blue behind it. That's Facebook. That will take you to our pbnradio.com Facebook page. For my personal page, while you're at the pbnradio.com Facebook page, go up to the search bar and at the top enter Pat Rutherford 1232. Pat Rutherford 1232. Oh, that we would ever Pursue 
I love to check the weather. We've got a, a weather app on our phones, Claudia and I do, and um, it's kind of neat to follow how the atmosphere does different things and how the water is soaked up and makes the clouds and and uh, how does water suspend in the air? Uh, the real fine droplets and the wind brings it around and around and keeps it up in the clouds until it gets so much in there it just kind of and uh, I you know I, I guess I shouldn't say the cloud pees on us but it's just it's like a bladder getting full you know boom uh, down on us and then the process goes again um, it's just amazing to watch that those things and amazing how the seasons happen with, with the tilt of the earth. It's just enough to tilt and, and then you get the heat of summer and some people would say, well, it's tilting too much. We, we felt... When, when we lived in Texas, we, we felt the fires of hell almost. <laughs> we would think that. Uh, oh, it got hot. Well, I was, I was checking uh, yesterday into... Um, oh, it's just amazing. Check, checking into the, the heat already, how, what the temperatures are here in, in North Carolina... And then what the temperatures are, we're really concerned about where we came from, uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area, Arlington in particular, uh, which is in the Dallas-Fort Worth metroplex, and uh, our son and daughter-in-law and our three and three of our grandbabies. Oh, I just felt so good the other day. I, I, Claudia and I went to this music. Uh, along with Don and Pam, went to this music festival. Um, every month we have, I'll, I'll try to get back to the other, I, I know I'm going down a rabbit trail. We, we have a, um, we, we have a uh, what's called music in the park uh, here in the uh, city of Asheboro. It, it's more little town of Asheboro. And uh, we, there's a park downtown, and it's music in the park. 
and uh, it was it was just so neat just being there with them. It was so cool. It was so nice uh, there. And, and you know, we're we're into the summer months already, and uh, it's it's just the neatest thing to go there and just relax, just relax. And and uh, so we were there and <clears throat> listening to the music and. Um, didn't have to worry about the scorching sun, and it, it's just it's just amazing. But yet, the temperatures for here were were like in the seventies, and it's supposed to be that way all week long. Well, I checked, <clears throat> I I checked the temperatures for Texas, and it was going to be <clears throat> sorry going to be high 90s and by about Thursday it was going to hit a hundred triple digits is what we call it back there and oh, 30 degrees cooler well at least 20 degrees cooler here in North Carolina they start complaining when here in North Carolina when it hits about 95 97 oh it's so hot it's so hot here. It's so hot. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know what hot is. You know, I, I will admit, I will admit, they, they have more humidity here than they had in Texas. But, but we have had a lot of lakes in Texas, so, so we had humidity as well. But not like here. I mean, there are all kinds of trees around, and we have the ocean just as the crow flies it's it's uh well at the in the car on on the road it's it's about four and a half four to four and a half hours to to the beach down at nags head in the outer banks but i just i felt so sorry for my son and daughter-in-law and our three of our grandbabies of course, it gets even hotter as you travel down towards San Antonio, uh, Austin, where two of our other grandbabies live, Annabelle and, and Jakey. Um, summer is hot, 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 hot in Texas. And they, they say, you can fry an egg on the, on the cement. I never tried that, but I, I imagine that's true. Um, I don't know why I got off on that, but uh, just thinking about it, you know, the weather, the weather patterns, it's amazing to, to follow the meteorolo meteorological things that happen. I mean, you could say that just happens. Uh, but it's too perfect. It's too perfect to be part of evolution. They don't really know, <clears throat> they don't really know where the sun comes from. They don't really know where the moon comes from, the scientists. They will give you, well, the, the, the moon, we, we think that uh, there's a planet that hit the earth and it, it broke off a big chunk of the earth and um, it made the moon up there. Well, how come it doesn't look chunky? 
I mean, okay, the Earth was round, and the planet hit the Earth. Uh, I'm not sure how that could happen with the gravitational flow of of Earth, and um, you know, they say, well, it it, it just hit. Okay. Well, what happened to the spin? What happened to the gravitational uh, rotation? What what happened to the uh, to the spin and it leaning one way than the other, just perfectly, perfectly? If it went like one degree more, we would burn up, or one degree more the other way, we'd freeze. Um, it's just perfect. Day in, day out, season after season after season. As it gradually goes one way and then goes the other, you get the seasons. It starts getting colder here in the United States because it's bending away from the sun and then it goes the other way and it gets hotter to give you summer. South Texas is a lot further south than, um, than is Asheboro, North Carolina. So normally you will get a lot hotter summers than, than you'll get in North Carolina. I mean, it was not unusual to hit 115. I mean, those of you in Phoenix, and you're laughing about that, because you will hit 120. I, I have to, um, this climate change argument, you know, this has been going on for years and years and years and decades and centuries and, you know, the, the, the change, the El Nino and, and all that happens on the United States, <clears throat> what we don't look at is um, really what's happening in other parts of the world. You know, the, the ice is going to melt. And then, what was it, a year or two ago that there was more ice in the Arctic? 30% uh, more I just read the article the other day. 30% more ice than previous years. Well, how do you account for that? Where's your melting theory there? How about it approached the record for this day in history? Well, so another day in history, say 1930-something, it was hotter back then. Well, what does that do for climate change? It's supposed to be getting hotter now. It's, it's just one of those things that um, it's the correct thing to say. You don't look at what's really happening. You, you, you feel that it's 
Oh, the, the record change in North Carolina, let's say. What, what about how cool it is in Minnesota? You, you had a, um, a record cold spell in Minnesota, but they don't look at that. We're fooled by people's, what, what they say, what scientists, quote-unquote, say, and we just accept it without studying things out. Oh, by the way, um, I, I think I put this up on my Facebook side, if they haven't taken it down. Um, listen to a talk by, what was his name, uh, Dr. Was it David Yaden or Yearden? He was a vice president of, uh, I think it was Pfizer. Um, he was the director of scientific studies or something like that. The big high up in, in Pfizer. And uh, he came out and, and said, they're lying to you. I mean, they're, they're flat lying to you. They knew about this stuff. Um, remember when I was telling you that I know what DNA can do when you introduce RNA and uh, how it can change DNA? And one of the companies that we know, it could have been all of them, I, the, the way they're lying to us... Um, and it comes down to why? Why are they like? Is it just the money? You'd kill hundreds of thousands of people worldwide over money? Really? They introduced one of these vaccines to liver cells. Oh, you remember when they said they, they would give you the injection, and it would stay in the arm. It would stay in the arm. I, I sat there and went, come on. There are all kind of blood vessels in that. There is no way it's going to stay in the arm. Sure enough, it comes out. Uh, no, it, it settles in the liver. It settles on, on the ovaries. It settles so many different areas in the body. They have done some study. It's come out now. They had done some study where you introduce the vaccine, quote-unquote vaccine, to liver cells. Guess what happens? It creates DNA. DNA forms. Not, I mean, there had to be some mechanism. You don't just create DNA. But they start seeing the DNA forming with, with the liver cells. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? So what this combination, you would think the DNA would already be in liver cells. But what does it change it to? What does it become? 
we're dealing with nanoparticles. Why? Why are you doing? Why are you lying to us? I mean, just—you'd have to. I think it's on the site. Uh, if it's not, uh, I'm still trying to put it up there. Um, I mean, where other doctors we've listened to have have said. Uh, you know, that's not correct. Uh, this guy just comes out. I mean, the vice president of, uh, in, in Pfizer comes out and says, they're lying to you. And he said, why? Why? And he poses that question. Why? He said, when they told you it was safe and effective, he says, they were lying to you. They had no idea. And it was good to be validated because I had said that long ago. And I'm I'm no microbiologist or anything like that. I just it I I took some uh, I took an upper division class or some upper division classes for uh, pre med when I was in college. One of them being genetics. And I mean, it's just it's just the kind of thing if you stop to think about it it's just logical number one you stab yourself in the arm what comes out blood well then what's in that needle will go into the blood stream all through your body it's logical When they said this is safe and effective, the vaccine, quote unquote, had only been out a couple of months. It takes years. I just read an article where they, are, they have found a cure for cancer. It happened to be, um, I believe it was anal cancer. But they're thinking, they, they did a, a study, I forget who it was. Uh, did the study, uh, 12 patients, now, I know that doesn't sound like much, but when all of them uh, cancer-free after using this experimental drug, they are hoping that um, it will be all cancer and not just anal cancer. But interesting thing, they said it's going to have to go through more trials. They know it, it, it's a long process before it's counted as safe and effective. They were lying to us kids about the vaccine. They had no clue. And now things are coming out. And now Vice President of Pfizer says they're flat lying to you. And where he was used to be interviewed by mainstream media, this, this man is, is from uh, England, and uh, he, he can't get an interview now. They don't want to touch him. So the pharmaceutical companies 
are with the media who is complicit in this. And then you have the leaders of the world who are complicit in this. And uh, why? It's nothing we have to fear because we're sons and daughters. I'm, I'm just saying the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Have you ever noticed that evil works in darkness? With lies. And they sit in the back rooms like bookies with these shades on the hat with the green on it. And they don't want the door open. Don't let... I, I, I thought it was, I, I used to really, well, I, I still do, like Sarah Palin. She would come out and she'd say, throw the doors open. Let the people see what's going on. Throw light on the subject because light is a disinfectant. You throw the doors open on most politicians and the rats start running. They don't want you to see what's going on. There's a reason Nancy Pelosi will not release the videos of the January 6th quote-unquote assault on the Capitol. Don't want light shown on it. But with God, it seems to always be the Lord is my light and my salvation. If you descend into hell... The Lord is with me, and he will be a light to my path. You ever think, very thankful that our God is a good God. He could have been bad. You ever think of that? That we're sons and we're daughters of this God, and it's an honor, and it's a privilege the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart will not fear. He had to practice that, you know. David had to practice not fearing. And the way you do it, speak it. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. One thing have I asked of the Lord, that will I seek after, 
that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And we will. We're sons. We're daughters, kids. It's time for the sleeper to wake. It's time for the old winds to change. I hear the Spirit say, it's time. It's time for the dead man to rise. It's time for the great light to shine. I hear the Spirit say, Let the light, let the light, let the light. Open up the windows, let the light. 
Chains have no choice but to break Shame has no choice but to leave In your presence Fear has no choice but to bow Chains have no choice but to break Shame has no choice but to leave In your presence Fear has no choice but to bow Chains have no choice but to break choice but to leave in your presence So let the spirit rise up, break through the walls, beat down the doors Cause through the windows, cover the air Let the spirit rise up, break through the walls, beat down the doors with your friends when your favorite team has just won the the final victory you know that kind of yell like it's like completely unabandoned if you like if someone did a slow motion on your face it would just look absolutely ridiculous because you just don't care right you know what I'm talking about that kind of that kind of celebration that kind of excitement of something just happened that was something that you wanted really badly. And I just, I, I just think we need to have a celebration, not yet, not yet, but I wanna do some kind of celebration, scream and yell tonight. And some of us are gonna do this before a victory tonight. But I promise you tonight, a victory is happening because Jesus is a pursuer. God is a pursuer. And when something breaks, when something breaks off of your life, it's so powerful. Generational curses are breaking tonight. Generational curses of disease, of depression, of anxiety. I was hearing this afternoon that some of you have still been having these panic attacks because you've never been to something like this. Jesus is good. And, and the heart of the Father for you, he is kind, he's patient, he's not gonna rush you into something. But sometimes, you just have to take a step of faith forward to say, you know what, this is something that I want. I want breakthrough in my life. I wanna know Jesus like this. I wanna worship with unabandoned. I want to lift my hands and feel something. You're feeling something in this room tonight because the Spirit of God is real and He cares about you and He's for you and He sees you tonight. So here's what I wanna do. I just wanna, I just wanna declare some things over our spirit way outside of what we understand. And this is gonna be a faith thing for some of you. And for some of you, you've already had some breakthroughs, so it's gonna be a shout of victory from that side of it. But can we do this tonight? I think that something's about to shift in this room, and we're about to worship Jesus more than we've ever worshiped Him, because something's about to break. Are you ready? 
because, because of the name of Jesus, fear has to bow. Because of the name of Jesus, chains have to break. And because of the name of Jesus, shame can't stay, it has to go. So on the count of three, we're just gonna, we're gonna begin. I'm so excited, I can't talk. On the count of three, I just want us to just begin screaming and lifting the name of Jesus, okay? Are you ready? And I want you to do this even if it feels uncomfortable because everyone's gonna do it, it's gonna be awesome. All right, one, two, three. Worship you in this place. Tonight. 
sin to you tonight, God, we draw near to you. Thank you that your word says, Lord, to draw near and you draw near to us. We're drawn near tonight. You're welcome in this place. You're welcome to move in our hearts, Lord.
This is our prayer, this is our prayer, your King, your King, your name. You're the promise 
devoted Like a ring of silent gold Like a vow that is tested Like a covenant of old Your love is enduring Through the winter rain And beyond the horizon With mercy for today Faithful you have been And faithful you will be You pledge yourself to me And it's why I sing your praise Will ever be on my lips Ever be on my lips Your praise will ever be on my lips Ever be on my lips Your praise will ever be on my lips Ever be on my lips, your praise will ever be on my lips, ever be on my lips. You father the orphan. Kindness makes us whole And you shoulder our weakness And your strength becomes our own And you're making me like you Clothing me in white Bringing beauty from ashes For you will have your bride Free of all her guilt And rid of all her shame and known by her true name And it's why I sing your praise Will ever be on my lips Ever be on my lips Your praise will ever be on my lips Ever be on my lips Your praise will ever be on my lips Ever be on my lips Your praise will ever be on
There will be no cowards in heaven. I heard that over and over this week. There will be no cowards in heaven. Doesn't mean we don't get scared every once in a while, but that's not the spirit he put in us. He doesn't allow us to be cowards. That's why, like I shared last week, when I heard about the inner city and I thought, oh, I'm scared. That didn't sit well with me. I'm not supposed to be scared. So let's be fearless before the Lord. He didn't give me that spirit. It didn't sit right with me. He, he says there in Revelation 21, man, it's great. He goes, the one who conquers, the, the, the one who, who overcomes. He says, I'll be his God. He'll be my son. See, the strong ones, the ones that conquer those fears, the ones that conquer, you know, their temptations, that conquer their doubts. He says, those are my children. But then the first thing he says in verse 8, he goes, but as for the cowardly, as for the cowardly, the ones who are scared, you're too scared to follow me? You're too scared to name my name? That Jesus says this. Jesus says, why are you, why are you scared of people? You're scared of people? He goes, why would you fear them? I believe it's Matthew 10. He says, he says, all they can do is kill you. He goes, I can kill you and then send your soul to hell. He goes, don't you think you should fear me more? There will be no cowards in heaven. He says, the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, the murderers, the sexually immoral, the sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. Look, I was very sad about this morning until I started reading this passage. And then I thought, you know what? This is a little goodbye for a short period of time on the earth. And what this passage is talking about is something that is far sadder. Okay? But I think, man, even if there's one person in this room who if you were to die today and you have never confessed Jesus, you've never really lived for him, then you are going to spend an eternity apart from God. And I just began dwelling on that because I can't imagine that. I can't imagine being apart from God forever and then in a place of torment, what this place calls, which is a, which is a lake that burns with fire and sulfur. That's not an immediate end. It's, it's this torment day and night forever and ever. It says where you'll want to die, but you're not allowed to. And, and so, so what am I going to be sad about? That I won't see some of you for, for a few years? Yes, it is sad. But the thought of any one of you. I, see, I don't want to look back on even this moment with regret. And go, man, you're all about saying goodbye and everything else. And there are people in that room that we're going to say goodbye to for eternity. It didn't, it didn't make sense to me. It made all the sense in the world to tell you, man, I don't want you to die that way. I don't, I, I can't bear the thought of it ending that way. Because you held on to something that you thought was more valuable than Jesus. You thought, well, because of the way she looked or the way, you know, you guys just got along so well that suddenly that, that, that's more important than this? And this, this eternity with God? Or, or whether it was your money and your comforts and you just go, no, I don't want to just follow God. I, I, I got to keep this certain standard of living. I got to have this stuff. I want this. I want that. And you're not willing to let go. Well, whatever addiction it is, it's in your life. 
that God would give you. He promised he'll give you the power over those things if you'll trust him, if you'll let go. But at some point in your life, you've got to believe that he is more valuable than all of that, that he's worth it. And he says, because, you know, it's, it's the liars, he says. The liars, they're, they're the ones that, that are in this room. Some of you are in this room where you've got us all fooled. Congratulations. You know, you seem like a Christian to us. You seem like you've surrendered your life, but you know when you go to bed at night that you haven't. And he says right there, here's your place. It's going to be in that lake of fire. I... There'll be no cowards in heaven. And that's why I refuse to be one.
And all the songs you let me write Does the man I am today Say the words you need to say Let them see Another smile, another face Another breath, a grain of sand Passing quickly through your hand I give my life in love for it Take it all, take everything Let them see Elliot's my fourth child. Basically, when they pulled Elliot out, they knew right away that something wasn't right with him. 
I was working with troubled teens in a halfway house. I'd always wanted to be a pastor, but I'd always wanted to be a cop. That following spring, I was officer of the year in 2002. There was a tumor in my brain. What 21-year-old wants to hear they have cancer? 15 or 16, I started struggling with an eating disorder. It was my 12th birthday. I was turning 12. None of us heard the gunshot. We just heard my mom screaming. I was sold into sex trafficking by my mother. I was 12. They covered me with plastic, pronounced me dead. People meet me and they would never know all the things that I've been through. I would overexercise, skip meals, trying to keep the shell pretty. I still ran track, and every race I lost was because I wasn't skinny enough. I had that approval addiction. It took control of me. There are days of taking more than I can give. And there are choices that I made that I wouldn't make again. My parents had planned an intervention for me, and my family now, they're telling me that I'm, I'm hurting them. That started a turning point. I had my share of laughter tears and troubled times This has been the story of my life I've won and I've lost I got it right sometimes but sometimes I did not All of the lies that I had been speaking over myself and all of the pain from my past replaced with who I am in Christ Life's been a journey I've seen joy, I've seen regret This particular pastor called and he says, we've gotten these two young men who broke into a bunch of cars. We just need you to come and pick them up. You were there when it all came down on me. The two young men conspired to kill me, throw me out in the woods somewhere and take off with my car and run. So I jumped on the hood, put my gun right up against the glass and said, don't do it. It took off with me on the hood of the car. When I jumped off of the hood, I hit the back of my head, which immediately busted both my inner ears. In those unclear moments, you were the one keeping me strong. This is how my story's always gone. I won. I had severe vertigo. And I Panic attacks, PTSD. I got it right sometimes, but sometimes I did not. Everything that I had ever taken pride in, my strength, my abilities, all of that was gone. Life's been a journey. I've seen joy, I've seen regret. It was a really, really rough labor. He had a nine by six centimeter cyst in the center of his brain. His head was extra large. We don't know if he'll talk. We don't know if he'll walk. My heart sunk. I had no idea that he would end up having eight surgeries that year. He hit me head on at 80 miles per hour. When the police got there, I was pronounced dead without a pulse for almost an hour. When they pulled the car off of me, I took a gasp. I started breathing again. When I left the hospital, I was told that I'd never be able to have children, and they're not sure if I'd be able to walk again. trapped in a house with a man who abused me for six months. I walked in and he was just on the floor. I just think it's crazy walking in on your stepfather shooting himself at 12 on your birthday. To realize that I may never perform music again, I was almost more sad about that than having cancer itself. And this is 
I said, I'm going to give this to God and I'm going to allow people into my life to help me. I can't do this alone. I believe that God is a great physician. Even when I said I'd never have children again, I just didn't believe it. I'm walking, I'm running, and I have a child. I've won, I've lost. I got it right sometimes, but sometimes I did not. Life's been a journey, see joy, I've seen regret. That has to be because God is with me. There's no way I could have got through all this just by myself. I knew he was there, and as he rebuilt me, I regained all that I had lost without the arrogance. I see how his hand has shielded me, and there's a purpose in that. Every day I'm living out that purpose. Everyone been through difficult time. I can do anything through Christ who strengthened me. He's alive. <laughs> Anyone who sees him thinks he's a miracle. Free and half. In every situation, there can be joy, there can be life. What I thought was a death sentence turned into be my story and my life. I've battled cancer four times. If I trust in him, I can do anything. Who 
listening to Pat Rutherford and Praise Until Dawn here on the Praise Broadcasting Network. Pat and Claudia would love to hear from you. I'll give you the address in just a moment. Thank you for remembering that Praise Broadcasting Network is listener supported. Your donations help keep PBN on the air for listeners just like you all over the world. Donations are tax deductible in the United States and appreciated from around the world. Our address is Praise Broadcasting Network, P.O. Box 2468, Asheboro, North Carolina, 27204. You can also visit our website at www.pbnradio.com. Pat and Claudia love reading your email. You may send it to mail at pbnradio.com or call them at 336-626-PRAY. That's 336-626-7729. You're listening to Praise Until Dawn, coast to coast and around the world, here on the Praise Broadcasting Network.